0: It's break time at a girl's school in the northern Indian city of Lucknow. This school made a profound difference in the life of 21-year-old Kushpu Rawat. This is Prerna school, she says, where I used to study. She walks through the school corridors to the back. She points to a mango tree which she and her friends used to climb. That's the tree that we had a lot of fun on, she says. Looking back, Rawat says that her time at Prerna school were the best years of her life. The rest of her childhood was filled with drudgery. First, her mother died, then, her stepmother died, leaving her to cook, clean, and raise two siblings. I'd cry by myself out of anger, she says. Sometimes, when I was cooking, I'd feel like burning myself, so I didn't have to work anymore. So, she dropped out of school in second grade. Five years later, when Prerna school was built, she convinced her grandmother to let her go back to school again. She was 10 years old then. When I'd leave home every day and come here, she says, I'd feel happy. The school allowed her to make up for all the years of schooling she'd missed, and she loved learning to read again. Prerna was built by Urvashi Sani.
1: What led me to start Prerna was really a faith that education is the answer to girls' problems.
0: Girls like Rawat, who come from poor and uneducated families, have it the worst, she says. They're often restricted to labouring inside the house and are married off as teenagers. That's why Prerna also fights early marriage by empowering girls to question patriarchy.
1: It is to help them emerge as women who are able to see themselves as equal, autonomous persons, worthy of respect, and to participate equally in an unequal society.
0: The impact of that education is evident for Rawat, who excelled at prayer now. In 2010, at the age of 14, she got a scholarship to go to London to participate in a drama workshop. That did not sit well with Rawat's father and her new stepmother. They had other plans for her. It was time for her to leave school and get married. But Rawat resisted. She wanted an education. Besides, marriage at that age would break an agreement her father had signed with the school saying he wouldn't marry her off till she finished high school. Urvashi Sani remembers. He and his wife, they both came. Sani says she pointed out to them that their daughter was an A student.
1: I said, you know, she only wants to study. Why won't you let her? He says, no, you know, I'm just about done with this studying and you've sown the seeds of rebellion.
0: And I don't want her to study anymore. When Sani raised the issue of the agreement, he ignored it and insisted that education had made his daughter disrespectful and defiant. Meanwhile, Sani says his daughter stood at the back of the room, repeating one thing. I want to study. I want to study.
1: You know, I was so shocked. I said, boy, isn't she scared? I'm getting scared of this dad. I'll tell you exactly what he said. He said, I have kerosene oil sitting at home and I've told her she should just burn herself. i was so taken aback. I said, sir, you know, that is murder. He said, oh, come
0: on. You pay 50,000 and nobody cares. 50,000 rupees or just $800 to hush up a girl's death. With that threat, Rawat's father took his daughter home. What he did that night was that he beat her up really badly. He took a rod and he hit her. He hit her till she passed out and soiled her own clothes. As soon as this news reached Sani, she called a child rights helpline and the police, who showed up at Rawat's house. The police told her father he could go to jail if he beat his daughter again. He listened, livid at his daughter and Sani. Once the police left he threw his eldest daughter out of the house.
1: After the Kushbu case, we discussed it amongst my students at Prerna. You know what they said, and I think it's a very telling statement. They shrugged their shoulders and she says, you know, and this happens all the time.
0: Most of the time, such violence silences girls into submission. And Rawat would have caved too, or would have taken her own life, had it not been for the support she got from her teachers, especially Sahani, who she calls auntie. Uh, One thing Aunty had taught me, she says, is that I'm not so weak that I should die. She had also taught her that girls are no less than boys or men. Khushbu Rawat thinks back of the time when her father beat her up. She says, if he can treat me like this being my own father, why can't I turn around and stand up to him? In the years since Rawat's father threw her out, she graduated high school with honours and is currently pursuing a college degree. And she's working full-time for a lunch supply company, managing their pantry. She juggles orders from several cooks. One woman wants spices, and other lentils. They nag Rawat to hurry up. She supplies each ingredient as quickly as she can. Rawat seems well on her way to becoming an economically independent woman. But she isn't so sure about it. If I can't focus on my studies, she says, how will I do anything in life? Yet, to teachers at Prerna, hers is a success story. They say parents are starting to realise that educating their girls is valuable. And even in Rawat's family, things have changed. In fact, she has four half-siblings going to school at Prerna.
1: My name is Soni Rawat.
0: Khushpu's half-sister, 15-year-old Soni Rawat says... Four years ago, her father began to make noises about getting her married soon.
1: But
0: he hasn't acted upon it yet, she says. So I haven't paid heed to his threats. What if your father does start insisting you get married? I ask Sony. What will you do then?
1: I'll
0: do exactly what my sister did, she says. I won't get married. For America Abroad... This is Ritu Chatterjee, New Delhi.